Hi, this is Larry Cavi, the voice of Lionel from Thundercat. Hi, this is Allison Court, better known as Claire Redfield. Hey, this is Chris Jericho. Hi, this is Dan Bush. I'm Eric Stewart, the voice of Brock and James from Pokemon. This is Laura Summer from Real Ghostbusters. Well, hey kids, it's me, Townsend Coleman, and you probably know me better as the voice of Michelangelo from the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. You're listening to Alan Price and Chris Vince. And you are listening to Chris and Alan. Chris and Alan, the sexiest beast in the UK. You're listening to Alan and Chris. You're listening to Chris and Alan. You right now are with Chris and Alan. You're listening to Operation Retroshock. 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 Thunder. 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 Thundercat. Cowabunga! Dudes. Hello everybody and welcome to another edition of Operation Retroshock. I am one of your hosts and alongside me, as always, is... I thought you were going to say animal. Just the way you said animal and said and alongside me. It's just the way... Because I thought you were going to say I'm Alan Price. Why are you going to start playing a big drum set for us? I play bongos. That plays more like the bongos and that ties into future episode as well. It does, it does. I'm Chris Vint, by the way, so hello. I'm not waving because you can't see me. How are you today, Christopher? I am fine, thank you. How are you today, Alan? It's amazing. I can shout and I can talk as high as I want today. Yes, because my Because we have no here. people to disturb. Yeah, but there may be people walking past. Go, get on that bus, Kai! Kai! Yeah, if you go to <laughs> my YouTube t- channel, guys, Alan GW Price on uh, YouTube, you can go watch him as well and, oh, uh, Ventomania on the YouTubes uh, you'll pick up some random people walking past on as we YouTubes? recorded on the YouTubes just like the Facebook and this is North Norfolk Digital sustaining and maintaining our core listenership in an increasingly fragmented marketplace North Norfolk just realised I read that from an internal memo uh, wasn't for you to hear sorry sorry <laughs> Oh dear, you had to bring him back, didn't you? I did, because when I was listening to one episode, you went, oh, Alan Partridge is back, and I went, I need to bring him back. I know. There's been he's less, got a movie there's, been, there's been less and less sound clips. Yeah, he's... Well, got... why, do you, want to me- do you want to mention the movie while you're here? No. Why not? Because... I'm giving you the platform to okay, mention it. Okay, well, it's called Alpha Papa. Wow, well, Alan Partridge, AP. Alan Price, thank you. Oh, no, it's nothing to do with you. And Just like Austin Powers, all the great guys have AP in their name. Okay, um, and yeah, it's like, like August time, but it looks kind of weird because he sacks somebody and then he kind of takes a, the radio. Uh, it's like show. From a, it's like from a conglomerate. Yeah, a bit like he, uh, News International sort of things, bought over the radio station. Yeah, and then like he that. comes out and goes like, you know, you know, he's acting as like he's broker, and he goes like, well, you know, you can have a ransom, some say something like a helicopter. So what do you want? And then he goes like helicopter. He wants a helicopter. It's like, uh. and people are trying to get him to do the premiere in Norwich. Yeah, 
But or, uh, or as the Americans say, Norwich. Norwich, it's like Woolwich. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, it looks it looks quite good. I'll, I don't think it'll be out in the cinema for too long. It'll be like a Keith Lemon movie. I don't think it's one I would run to see in the cinema. I think no, I'd just wait for it. On, I don't think you need to see it in the on cinema. On Netflix or something yeah, like I that. I don't think you need to see it in the cinema. It's not one I'd be dying to see. There's plenty of others this year that I'd like to see. But, yes, everybody, on that sort of ramble... Um, we are going to follow up on our uh, recent E3 episode, um, which had a few technical issues, thanks to Podbean. Yeah, I heard back from Podbean. Oh, yeah. You know what they said about um, the files that I did manage to get up, um, mm-hmm. but I didn't let on to them? Uh, they said that there has to be a numerical now, that you can't put up with uh, any um, letters in it. It has to be all numerical. Well, that's absolute rubbish because <laughs> I uploaded something with a name in it the other yeah, day. Yeah, so did I, but yeah. it's not from the actual because you have to click on the. I had to click on the basic uploader to actually get it to go up onto the site. Whatevs, but uh, there <laughs> what was uh, totes bad. Um, means balls. Means balls, but um, no, it really wasn't a good week at all uh, for us with Podbean. Um, and found out that uh, Podbean had actually uh, deselected loads of the old episodes of this podcast. So um, if you are a reasonably new lister- listener and uh, haven't heard some of the earlier stuff, um, we recommend you going back and listening to episode 14. It's great fun. <laughs> Don't listen um, to that. Don't listen to that. Just, <laughs> you should actually just take that down and make that just for our listening. But yes, all episodes right back to episode number one. God help you if you go and listen to that one. Oh, are available for you to go and... Uh, Chief Jarrah, King of the Mountain! Put yourself through. Um, that is all fixed. And thank goodness now, uploading should be fixed. Um, but... The issue with Podbean did cause the E3 episode to go on iTunes later than we wished. It was meant to go up at the start of the week, but uh, it ended up coming out on a Friday, which was the Friday after the big follow-up <laughs> news from Microsoft. So it made us look so out of date, it was ridiculous. Although some people like Joe Gwynn, Lex Hunter, on Twitter, hey Joe, been to his town now, I'm across It's quite nice, he was dressed as Wario, and then he actually had little... Um, baskets of fruit he, for me he, actually, he, opened, he opened his gate for you he did and then I stole his uh, he left fruit sitting out there and all that like you were about to say you stole his fruit yeah and I stole his cherry and they gave me like a lovely raccoon clock and stuff I thought you said <laughs> I thought you said he let me lick his raccoon clock no I did not say <laughs> definitely did not say that I was like what but he was happy that uh, we we're back to normal and uh, that there's not it's not all wrestling yes Hashtag Blurg Wrestling, apparently. Yeah, Blurg. I think he was having a wee joke, but yes, it is nice to be back into the normal swing of things. So yes, thank you very much, Joe, for your tweet. It's much appreciated. And then Mike says he, he like owes us money as well. Yeah, Lacey, you owe us $45. Get it each. sorted. Each? Yeah, each. All right, okay, fair well, enough. It's a partnership, so what, do you want half $45 or would you have $45 Don't each? make me bring up who pays for the stream again. <laughs> so I get all the monies all <laughs> for me carry on <laughs> but uh, nonetheless like we said uh, we had done our E3 episode and specifically mentioned various things in pertaining to Microsoft and the fact of DRM and uh, having to go online every 24 hours and not being able to trade in your pre-owned games and it being commercial suicide 
Um, Comes alive, apparently. Yeah, and demasks as well. Yeah. Um, but Wednesday of last week, Microsoft finally saw the error of their ways and decided to remove DRM, meaning everything goes back hunky dory to the way it used to be or is with the Xbox 360. The question is. Is this going to make much difference, in your opinion, Chris? I think it's too little too late. Even though it's a week, you've waited until your biggest conference that you've had, where you've come out and you've said the price and everything, and even even the price um, is a big sticking factor for some people. Yep. Is that it's, it does near enough exactly the same as Sony, but Sony's RAM is a lot better, so mm-hmm. you're probably going to get slightly better graphical <coughs> games there. What? Sony's RAM's better? Yeah. It is, um, which means it can go quicker. Yep, um, it can go faster, faster, too. harder, better, stronger. Um, <laughs> Daft Punk reference. Um, but Microsoft, for me, have kind of a lot of people were put off by that. You know, people were coming in to where I work and saying that um, you know they're going for the PlayStation because they're not they're not one to spend money on a game and then they can't take it around their friend's house or they can't trade it in or if yeah. they want to buy a used game then they have to pay money to unlock it yeah. and it's basically the same price of the game probably again yeah. um, so I think they've probably looked at the 8 to 1 pre-order. Amazon pre-orders <laughs> and then thought here we need to fix this and people have probably just went, I, I haven't yet met anyone on the internet or anyone who has just went I was going to go for a PlayStation but because Microsoft have reversed everything I'm going for an Xbox now yeah see the thing is for me it does just feel like they have completely scorned us you know they've completely had a disregard for all those people that decided to you know take the risk during the current generation and go and get an Xbox 360 because the reason Microsoft did good in the first place because of the 360 was that, you know, in this generation, it was Sony kind of made the error in the sense that they went very much entertainment system, you know, Blu-ray, all that stuff, and created the high price you know, because what was the Sony in America, like 599 or something Something like that, that, it was something crazy you know, but when you look back in terms of because it was a Blu-ray pair, that was the main problem. But the reason then a lot of people went for the Xbox was because it was so much, you know, less money. Yeah. So we've pretty much had a complete um, turnaround to this generation and the fact that not only had Microsoft done the whole DRM and restrictions of pre-owned and stuff, but then they've done the high price. And in my opinion, for me... The biggest factor is now that price difference and you know even though for me you know having played both a ps3 and an xbox 360 i love and far prefer the controller of a 360 because i feel it fits the hand nice and snug 80 quid does not make me say oh just because the console is going to have the same controller i'll go and get it you know 80 quid can go and get you an extra game or get yourself a second controller if you want or you can go and put it towards your PlayStation Plus membership that you want and then get your numerous free games each month there's just so much more options at this moment in time that would still make you want to go for the PS4 yeah but there was not even at that time you know like I thought there was going to be better exclusives on 
um, the Xbox One than there was in the PS4. Mm-hmm. But there's not really. <clears throat> you know, it did, it did have more exclusives, but there was nothing at the conference that just made you go, "Yeah, Xbox has totally won that on the exclusive front." Yeah, no, because I think I think it's pretty much neck and neck with the games. If not, Sony has a, a couple more games, you know, um, advertised for it. Mm-hmm. But another big thing is that they, I think Microsoft said that they were going to have like a family thing where you could share your um, family X- thing, Xbox yeah. Live with like up to 10 people. And that's been taken away now. Taken away, so... So it's like they've went, you've, <coughs> you've been really bad to us and said mean things, so we're going to take the one kind of good thing that was there and take it away. Yeah. But then this isn't the first time that Microsoft have announced things and then came out later on and then just in, done like a big turnaround on it. Mm-hmm. You know, with the likes of Windows, they've obviously done that, you know, numerous times. Yep. Um, obviously, you don't need to be connected now to the internet, but then, uh, but, you know, all the time, but you need to be connected the first time in order yeah, to do day this. One. So there is some people who don't have the internet, mm-hmm. you know, like who, or, you know, go on the internet with just like a dongle or on their phones. Yeah. And they're not going to be able to avail of that. They're going to have to take it around their friend's house in order to do that. Very much like the Wii U, whenever it first I, it came needed out. The update it day needed one, the update, yeah. and it was going to take a while, so. At least with Sony, I could see Sony's console launch going a lot smoother um, for customers than yeah. the Xbox um, would do. Indeed, um, it is. Uh, it is weird, like you know, because there there has been you know there has been people that have come out and say now because that Microsoft have taken you know the DRM away and such that they will consider possibly buying the machine now. But um, I was looking on Digital Spy there the other day, and they'd done uh, a poll asking people, um, you know, will you now consider the Xbox, or, um, you know, are your opinions unchanged, uh-huh. or are you not sure? Yeah. And it was, what was it, it worked out, I think it was 25% of people said they'll have a think about it now, you know, they'll consider it, 15% or so were, I'm not sure. But I think it was something like the vast majority, like it was like fifty-four percent or something of people said, "No, my opinion has not changed." Yeah, it's the same with me. My opinion hasn't changed. I mean, I can. Why did they think this was a good idea in the first place? Why did they think, right? Okay, well, people buy pre-owned games, so what we're going to do is we're going to kind of corner the market there mm-hmm. and decide that we're not going to have pre-owned games really. We're gonna have to. They're gonna have to pay a fee. You're gonna to have to be connected to the internet all the time. You're gonna to have to need connect for it, mm-hmm. and we're gonna have it at four hundred and thirty quid or five hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. Um, and then coming up to Christmas time, you know, people have to buy that. Then they'll have to buy a headset, and then you have to buy a game. Mm-hmm. So you're talking, you know, you're not talking four hundred and thirty pounds. You may be talking mm-hmm. like over five hundred, five hundred quid for it. Yeah. Whereas. By the time you've maybe added, because with Sony, you get a headset and the yep. HDMI cable in the box, so you don't need that. Uh, your PlayStation Plus, PlayStation Plus, I could go out and buy now, yeah. and then keep that aside, and then just put that on my PS3, and then it'll carry over to my PS4. Exactly. You know, so that's something I might do um, whenever I, because I know Game had them the year on offer online for 20 quid at one stage. That's pretty good. So I'm going to wait for that to maybe drop and then just buy one and then just put it on and yeah. then know that, um, that that's me covered then from a PS4. I'll not have to worry for a wee while. Yeah, and the thing is, that. you're going to get decent games that way as well. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, because um, 
this is the thing from that Microsoft conference you know, they were saying right you're getting you know a couple of games free if you're a gold person yeah but, but that's, that, that isn't carrying over in the Xbox One yeah plus the fact that that's only going from July to December whereas yeah. uh, PlayStation's is ongoing now yeah. I don't know if you're able to access your ones that you've downloaded on like your PS3 you know, like on the PS4 and then download right. them on that yeah. way but then they've said about having like an online streaming service mm. for certain games, you know, like PS3 games. Whereas and Xbox like have categorically came out and said you will not be able to transfer any downloads that you have ever had on your 360. The only thing you'll one. be able to carry over will be your um, Xbox Live. But even then, will whenever that comes out, will you need a different kind of Xbox Live for yeah, your Xbox this, One? This is the one thing that has me intrigued as well is... During the Xbox conference, they were saying, oh, Xbox Live is going to be like $5 a month. Which, yes, in America, I think is what it is if you pay monthly. Yeah. But there has been categorically not a single mention of this is what you get it for if you buy the year. Yeah. Or anything, which has me slightly worried. Are they literally going to go full-blown subscription-based? Because, again, um, not a lot of people have, like, um, Visa cards, or a lot of people are reluctant mm -hmm. to put their credit cards online, especially since the whole... Sony security breach, and but, it's not, but it's not the it's not a funny thing though as well that you know I remember back when you know a couple of years ago when that whole thing happened and you know I was still working for game that was literally we were like Sony is screwed in this next generation if you know Xbox come out with a you know a reasonable console yeah because people won't have the confidence in Sony because I remember during that time. We were so getting, we were getting, we were getting ten ton of PlayStations traded in each and every day. You could stack them to the ceiling nearly if you wanted to. But now, look at what's happened. You know, you've got Sony has taken the complete and utter market share away from Xbox. But I'll tell you what, as well, see, since the Last of Us have come out and see since E three, mm -hmm. the amount of PS threes that we're selling compared to Xbox pre owned is mm -hmm. scary. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. I it's went, like it's like people are getting themselves reintroduced. Well, I went to go and I was trading my Xbox in for a PS3, and I went to go and get myself a 160, mm -hmm. 160 gigabyte one, and we sold out of them, mm -hmm. and ended up getting a 321. It's just as well I did because it's near half full now, just with downloads. So I know that's the thing. I still have an original PS3, and would love to put PlayStation Plus on it now and be able to download stuff. But yeah, I would actually well, like, just. I, could, I would fill it in two seconds. Yeah, well, Uncharted um, 3, it was like 40 gig download. Jeez. Because you had to download Uncharted 3, um, then you had to download the Portuguese and French language packs, so I did that and it didn't work, mm -hmm. and then you had to download the multiplayer, yeah. and then the um, multiplayer, and then there was two other things you needed to download, See, 2D I, and 3D yeah. movies as well. Whereas this is one of the things that I think is another cool advantage for the PS4 is that if you're downloading a game from their system you can choose whether you download multiplayer first or single player first mm -hmm. so the download doesn't have to be this one big you know piece of like you know whatever amount of gig yeah you can go right I want to play single player now multiplayer can get downloaded later yeah and then it'll download so you can start playing that as you want and then you can download the rest later I think that's a good advantage to it but the big thing that annoyed me the most, I think, and it's annoyed me more, sort of, the more time's gone on. It's the fact you trade in your Wii U and Donkey Kong's coming out on that. <laughs> no, not that. Mind, I did make a good move there because the price dropped, didn't it? Yeah. The price of a pre-owned Wii U dropped. But so. that's going to fall out of. Um, Needless Nintendo. to say, I got 
what was it? It was 190 trade in, didn't it? Yeah, Something like and that. Yeah, it's selling for 200 pound pre owned. Yeah, so 200 pound pre owned now, so you'd be lucky to probably get half that on a trade in now, to be honest. Probably about 120, I would guess. Let's find out. Let's find you out. Magic, on magic. You carry on talking. Um, but out. it's a case that we had this whole DRM thing going on, and Microsoft have turned around and went, okay, now we're going to support it, so that means pre owns valid. This company has now went into cahoots in the UK with game for to make an Xbox specific store in London. Huh. You know how much trading you get now? Uh, 50 quid less. Ooh. 140 or cash is, cash is £126. Right move Alan, wicked. But anyway, like I was saying, right, this is the company that we're going against, pre I'm going against everything. Mm. And I've now decided to open an Xbox exclusive store with the main retailer in the UK, Game. A retailer which had had an issue over a year ago in terms of money and yeah. stuff. So they were literally going to starve a company they are now in partnership with by opening a specific store. Do you think how crazy that sounds? Oh, I don't know. You know Xbox, is, Xbox is like, right, let's open an Xbox specific store through game. But by the way, about two weeks ago, we weren't going to support you in your pre-owned efforts. Like, serious? Mm-hmm. What? You know, it makes no sense. I don't know. It's just like, ugh. I don't know, but then, that's what, like, whenever a game uh, were going in administration, the one company that kind of supported them was Sony. Mm-hmm. Then Sony came out, and that, that for, like, whenever one of the few games we got in you was Twisted Metal. Yeah. Uh, and then we're getting videos and stuff like that in. Um, but they were having stickers on them saying, you know, property of Sony and things yeah. like that. So, um, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. But, you know, Nintendo or PlayStation have obviously said, you know, that uh, the Vita is like an integral part of the PS3 or PS4. So that's kind of their, they're kind of saying now, right, for people that maybe haven't got a Vita, go and get one. Yeah. Because then that's going to benefit you for whenever the PS4 comes out. But what I think they should do is whenever the PS4 comes out, introduce like maybe do a PS4 bundle yeah, with, with, the a v- with a Vita. Um, a very smart move. You know, like even if you were to do, because I think the 3G one, they're discontinuing now. Are they? Yep, because it, it just hasn't taken off. I know, it doesn't make any sense. So, really. PlayStation or Sony have never been, Sony have always been good at the home entertainment. You know, like you look at the PS1, PS2 and how many homes they had and then PS3 did really well but then if you look at the PSP it did okay yeah then they did the PSP Slim and Light then they did the 3000 then they did the Go which was a huge flop and to be honest with you the Vita is good and as much as I love the marketplace in the Vita mm-hmm. I don't think it's had its fair share of games yeah whereas for me Nintendo have done used to be you know the, the kings of the con- the home console yeah. now you know like the Wii was popular in its day and kind of stayed around mm. it kind of stayed its welcome a bit whenever the Xbox and Playstation 3 came out yeah. and then it's the case of the DS just seems to go from strength to strength so they've kind of combated the handheld market yeah. whereas not the home whereas the, a Sony for me is the other way around yeah speaking of Nintendo correctly enough like it is quite weird when you think about it that when 3DS came out we had pretty much an exact similar situation as to what the Wii U is having in terms of it was a bit overpriced there was a lack of overall games 
and then yeah. Nintendo went about oh you know ambassador scheme but now the 3DS is one of the strongest consoles out there for yeah, titles it is whereas Nintendo have kind of just looked at the Wii U and went no we're not budging it's almost like Nintendo have had every character that they've ever made in a house mm-hmm. and there's some new people outside wanting to get in and mm-hmm. Nintendo went you know what it's okay we're just going to stick with these guys now okay we're going to stick with Mario and even older guys are left outside yeah so it's a case of you know you have the likes of say Star Fox outside which you can make a new game of which they haven't um, F-Zero yeah F-Zero which they've kind of said no uh, they're not doing that we can't make up new ideas for F-Zero it's a racing game you don't need many ideas but you, they can do that for Mario Kart so I don't, yeah. I don't get that but um Nintendo kind of need to look at the wood, you know, like they can't see the wood for the trees, yeah. is what I'm trying to say, is that they kind of are very, we're just going to stick in this niche, and not being at E3, I think, was a very, very silly move on mm-hmm. their behalf. You know, they had their stands and all that for people to play the games, but not to actually have a physical presence, not to have well, can a you ma- Could you imagine, right, if you were... if man is there say Reggie's there and he's showing all the games mm-hmm. okay and he, and he oh well comes he was out. there yeah yeah but say but he didn't do like a conference no, you know yes. like say Peter Molyneux you or whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. and then he comes out and he says right okay um, here are some games here's Donkey Kong Jungle Freeze or whatever it's called for the Wii U here's Mario 3D Land for the Wii U here's I can't remember the other game the Wonderful 101 I that there which they seem to be really excited about we fit delayed we party delayed and then they go like right well here's a couple other you know like other Wii games that are coming out blah blah and then they go like okay and before I go there's this game here and Smash Brothers is showing because then everyone would have just reacted I think that would have got probably as big a pop as the winner for the uh, Sony announced what price the yeah. um, do you know what I think was actually maybe more the mistake from Nintendo than anything at E3 was you know possible need for a price drop aside was the fact of right the only major title if you can really call it that because at the end of the day in my opinion even though I love the Donkey Kong character he's on that sort of just secondary pedestal to the mm. likes of a Mario or a Zelda yeah he's the only guy they really have for Christmas mm-hmm. go to try and sell their console oh wasn't Mario if, if you, before if, Christmas Mario Kart is New Year. No, so, no, the Super Mario 3D. I think it's November, December time. To me, though, that still that doesn't make me want to run and buy a console like a Mario 64 did. Yeah, you know that's. I that, don't think you'll ever. I don't think you'll ever get that from Mario again. You know, I it's, think Mario is Mario is Nintendo's big draw. But mm-hmm. if you look at whenever the you, you know you look at the GameCube and it didn't have a Mario game for ages had Luigi mm-hmm. and then it's the same on the 3DS there was no Mario game there for a while mm-hmm. you know so it's kind of a case of they've kind of like they're using them mm-hmm. but they're not using them to launch the consoles or they're not doing anything revolutionary with them but literally right say for example if Mario Kart 8 wasn't coming out in spring 2014 if they turned around and went right Wii U this Christmas, you can get bundled with what is it? The what was the game that came with it? Like the Nintendo Land. Nintendo Land. It comes in a pack. Wii U, Nintendo Land, Mario Kart, all together, same price. You know what would have been better? That would have sold it. 
if they didn't release the Wii U whenever they didn't release it this year and they had a better catalogue of games I think it would have stood up yeah. I know that it would have been up against Xbox and um, Sony but at the same time you would have had three consoles going and yes that, it may have been the underdog but then you've got right okay so what games are coming out for it right okay you have this you're still going to get families saying oh look there's okay, Mario and right. such and such name me five games that came out for the Wii U whenever it first got released or five games that you can actively buy for the Wii U now that aren't available on any other console uh, Zombie U um, Nintendo Land was part of it mm-hmm. thinking through my head there's not much cause yeah like, you saw Mario Brothers U yeah but bar that you had like the games that were on other consoles you had Mass Effect you'd Batman yeah and they'd those were all ones years. that had been out a yeah. year nearly so yeah there was a it was sort of on one hand first party titles and it and it's still pretty close to being that yeah you know you did Rayman and stuff you know there were all these ones that just weren't there but anyway enough with depressing Nintendo at the moment <laughs> because we were meant to be talking about DRM and Xbox and have rambled again well but no we haven't because there's Xbox came out and said DRM you know like you can't play pre-owned games you can't do that and Sony came out and said, you know, like, here, you, you can play pre-owned games. And Nintendo have their console out and say, listen, you can do all that in ours. And it's like the little child that the mum kind of turns around and goes, yes, brilliant. Away you go. Yeah. You know, like, they can, they basically <laughs> do everything that yeah. Xbox said that theirs wasn't going to do. And it's like, nobody get, nobody cared. Well, yeah, that was kind of the reaction was, we'd had Xbox's conference and went, WTF. Yeah. With Sony's conference that everyone, Fantastic. And then Nintendo had their Wii, Nintendo Direct, and everyone went, oh, moving on. Yeah. You know, exactly. that, was, that was kind of the general gist of everything. Yeah. But um, it's nice to see at least that Microsoft have decided to put their foolishness aside in that aspect. But everybody, don't think for one single second that everybody whining and crying and shouting so and moaning on forums and sending emails and making videos on YouTube or even us doing a podcast has in any way been the reason for Microsoft doing this turnaround. It is simply, as Chris mentioned at the beginning, the fact that they were getting outsold on the pre-order stakes 8 to 1 to Sony and have realised they have had to change their tact and have to change because they would have had no chance the console would have been dead before the Christmas period was over or holidays if you're in America because we know there's different people who celebrate different things during that period of the year but um, it has a chance now but I would say in Europe it's going to have a far harder time than it will in the States because at the end of the day, you know, a lot of the stuff of what they're trying to sell this Xbox about is the fact of TV this and TV that yeah. and all that other. I can tell you, all that I, stuff won't be usable over here. I can tell you one place where that Xbox One is really going to suffer is Japan. Yeah, because the well, they they basically just left. That. I don't <coughs> think it's going to be a launch territory. No, well, Xbox. The only reason they ever sold um, quite a few Xbox three uh, sixties was whenever Blue Dragon came out. Um, which was like a, a Japanese remember, RPG, yeah. whereas obviously like the Kingdom Hearts say on the um, PlayStation, you've got the Final Fantasies as well. That's going to be quite big, um, and uh, they're actually doing the Final Fantasy 
14 uh, Reborn. They're actually looking for beta testers at the minute on Facebook. Right. So I actually signed up for that because uh, you can actually just do it on the PS3 or um, PC or both. Yeah. So you can do. Um, but yeah, I think Sony um, is going to be laughing. And as Alan says, you know, like they could say, we've listened to you and we've done this here. At the end of the day. Well, that's what Don Matrick said in his blog. We listened to your thoughts. At the end of the Either day, rubbish. there's the old saying, saying, money talks and BS walks. Yeah. And the money's talking because if they don't sell enough consoles and apply enough money into it, then they're going to make a loss. And you know, and also, her Bill Gates doesn't mm-hmm. have enough money. Yeah, and also at the end of the day, remember everybody, it's all sunshine and roses, and the fact that you're going to be able to trade your games and such now. But don't forget, they haven't changed everything. You know, the Kinect's always going to have to be on and prying and spying and all that sort of stuff. So they haven't changed their ways totally in that aspect. So really, at the end of the day, do you want a console spying at you and watching you know the things you drink or eat or anything like that, and then having your dashboard you know filled with adverts saying, "Oh, we noticed while you had your Connect on and we're playing a game that you drank Pepsi." So here's an advert for Pepsi, or you were eating Doritos. So here's an ad for Doritos. You don't want that sort of thing if you're paying be it $60, $70 a year for your Xbox Live, that should cause you to be able to opt out of adverts. If you're on Silver subscription, by all means, yes, show adverts. But if you're paying for the service, you shouldn't be getting played by tons of these silly third-party um, ads. So if you want to be spied on, get yourself an Xbox. If you don't want to be, get a PS4. At the end of the day, it comes down to personal preference. And, yeah. you know, some people are Sony boys, some people are... You know Xbox yeah. fanboys, and it just depends on what you want. But at the end of the day, I know that I'm going for a PS4 because it's cheaper, mm-hmm. and because Sony will not backtrack on anything that they've said at yeah. this moment in time. They haven't done, yeah. and um, for me, they just seem to have the better conference and everything. And I don't really need um, Minecraft on my uh, PS4 or anything, so I'm, I'm sweet there. Exactly, and at the end of the day, if a corporate company can you know, see the funny side in things and bother to actually release a 20 second uh, video showing how you uh, share games with your friends um, by simply just then showing the video of someone handing a game box to another person. Um, You know, we can all have a laugh about that, then they're all right by me, so they're not totally serious in that aspect, so yes. As Alan says as well, you can watch TV in Microsoft so we can play games with the PlayStation. Yep. So yes, that's our uh, E3 follow-up, um, so to say. <laughs> but um, fair to say, between us, the opinion has not changed. What is your opinion, everybody? If you have an opinion, have you changed your mind? Will you be going for an Xbox One instead? Will you be staying or, or going has for a anyone, PlayStation? Or has anyone decided not to buy either and went for a Wii U? Exactly. Are you going to go for a Wii U instead and enjoy nothing? <laughs> um, <laughs> I joke, of course. There's Donkey Kong. Get Donkey Kong. Um, that's my only ever regret of trading it in. But um, I got loads of money back, so I'm happy enough. <laughs> but, uh, yes... Tell us your opinion, send us tweets on the Twitters, um, at Retroshock316. Uh, you can follow me on there as well, at Alan GW Price. You can follow him, Vinto316. Um, so that'll do us for this time, shall it? It shall indeed, This yeah. will be the format, everybody, going forward. So it will, by the way, just to let you know, to try and get something to you each week, 
we are going to go like most normal weekly podcasts and go sort of in a sort of 30 to 40 minute time slot so at the moment we're sitting at about 34 minutes so this is the way we're going to try and do it uh, going forward if say for example we decide to pick a certain subject matter for a special um, be it say for example the Indiana Jones movies we may have in one episode the first two movies and then in the second episode the final two movies or well sorry in Indiana Jones uh, circumstances there is only three movies isn't that right Chris? Three movies and then there's a bonus movie. Yeah that really nobody pays attention to. It's like one of those hidden extras that nobody wants to find. (laughs) But nonetheless that is us for this time. As always I have been Alan Price. I've always been Chris Vent and will continue to be so. And uh, we shall see you all next time so have a wonderful day wherever you are and uh, see you next time. Cheers!